What's going on, Kyle? Welcome to the Fit Healthy no, no, and Happy. No, I'm talking to you, not them. Well, he needs to do the intro oh, first. Oh, I'm sorry. How rude of me. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Fit Healthy and Happy podcast. These just get cringier and cringier, but that's okay. Uh, I'm your host, Josh. Here with my co-host, KJG. My middle name's J, mm-hmm. like Joseph. So I kind of. Anyways, I messed that one up. Well, that was something. So uh, let's just jump right into it. I don't know if we're going to be able to recover from that. Yeah. But we're going to do our best. And we got another installment on Mailbox Monday. This is a very popular, popular episode. Um, well, kind of episode, series of episode on this podcast. So thank you to everyone who submits questions, who loves just hearing us answer questions, mm-hmm. and who's trying to grow with their fitness knowledge. I think that's absolutely amazing. All right. What's the, what's the first question, KJG? KJG, uh, we've got a bunch here. You got some? I got one right here. From my, my boy? From my boy. Young. Young. On a caloric deficit, is it harder to get stronger as less food is consumed for the body to build muscle and therefore increase strength? Or will you still be able to increase strength while losing fat? So I know you love this one. I love this question. This is something I'm all about. And me and Kyle actually had a whole episode called Shredded Strength. A whole series, series on YouTube. Yeah. They're great episodes. I mean, they're a little older, but definitely search Class Fitness, uh, Shredded Strength, if you want some good content. It was basically documenting us shredding down about 20 pounds each um, and getting ready for a powerlifting meet. So we were trying to get absolutely, you know, peeled for summer, get those those solid shreds in, but also compete in powerlifting, maintain our strength, and if not, increase our strength. Now, we were able to do this, um, you know, at a very beginner level, I think a lot of the strength loss will come down to mental factors. Too many people tap out too early. Um, And the loss of food, of course, will restrict your energy expenditure. Um, It's just the way it goes. You know, your body adapts. And if anything, that's why, yes, it's hard to kind of increase strength. So if you think about it, if you're actually in a deficit to lose weight, you know, you are not, um, you're catabolic essentially, you're not in a surplus, you're not in an anabolic state because your body is therefore restricting itself. It has trouble kind of building on that. Now, new gains is kind of the way around this. If you're a beginner, you know, that new muscular stimulus will kind of take off and you can be really effective at a certain level. It's just not going to happen. But we proved that you can maintain pretty much all of it. We had some crazy numbers and we did our best by you know, being intelligent about it. And obviously you can minimize the effects of a diet by utilizing tools like carb refeeds, diet breaks, all these tools we mentioned on last week's um, podcast. So definitely, you know, check that out if you haven't already. Um, By using these tools and doing it intelligently and perhaps prolonging that diet period, you can maintain as much strength and muscularity as possible. Now an easy way to lose a ton of strength is diet overly aggressively. You know, if you're (laughs) losing a ton of weight, especially like a high percentage of your body weight, like if you're dropping, you know, a crisp, two to four percent a week that's just insane and you're gonna lose so much strength so much size so it's all about being intelligent with it and uh, once again you know if you need help me and Kyle are here for you clossfitness.com we'll take care of you and uh, I mean that's a big benefit that's cool because Yang actually did take us up on our he did he's a client and I mean for everyone else listening like if you want to be living the most painless life, you know, while you can eat the most amount of food, have everything accounted for, you know, just take your hands off the steering wheel, let me hop in there and be set out. Oh man, that's a big bug, bro, that's a wasp. Okay, we're gonna take a two second break. (laughs) Well, we just got visited by a huge wasp. Um, I'm allergic to bees, so that would suck. We're safe Um, though. But we're good, we're good, we're live. Anyways, you wanna add on? Yeah, just to add on to Young's question. So looking back at the Shredded Strength series where we did actually gain strength, we hit some crazy PRs in our powerlifting meet. It's proven, you guys can go check it out. There was three things I remember doing. Um, that 
both Josh and myself did to increase our strength. Number one, men, um, mentality is everything. We didn't allow ourselves to give into the myth that everyone says, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. We're like, okay, we're gonna come in, put in everything we can and absolutely crush it. Number two was I actually evaluated all my lifts and found little sticking points and like different things that I felt like I could fix, like even if it was like 3% better, such as like my, my bench press form, I ended up just fixing my bar path, which obviously led to me being able to go from a certain number and just increase that so like you, do, you need to take a look at those compounds and make sure that you're utilizing you know your leg drive your your absolutely everything and the number three was just like the most intense program we've been on the frequency was just mm -hmm. way higher than uh, than ever deadlifting more than ever benching more than ever and just obviously it has to be calculated but those are three things we did and yeah definitely a star on that third one you have to be a very special type of person not everyone can withstand that but if yeah. you're able to take a little more volume and embrace the beating and you know you're able to recover it's definitely an easy thing you can do is actually push even more volume that's gonna further help you cut and further help with the strength but there's a big star on that because a lot of people will burn out too easy or get injured and you definitely don't want to risk that. Next question, in terms of building up your fitness knowledge, how do you guys go about it? Did you do a course to learn more about the different muscle nutrition, etc., or did you do your own research? Um, that's pretty much it and the gist of it. So, um, obviously, you know, we did some through academia. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff, you know, I've done exercise science, I've done other, you know, advanced courses. Those, in my opinion, generalist knowledge is pretty useless for the most part. I mean, you really want to narrow down on things that are important to you. Uh, so, you know, some of that just really has no value, you know. So, for me, I started by really researching what interests me and what was for my goal, which was bulking up and gaining muscle. And I just spent a relentless amount of time, you know, like six hours a night just learning and consuming and asking and as I said in a previous podcast, you know, you just want to look for consistency. So, you know, if I ask Kyle something and he goes, oh, you got to drink beet juice, bro. Every morning, that's how I get swole. But six other people are like, oh, no, all you got to do is eat in a surplus and train hard. You're going to want to trust the surplus people, not Mr. Quick Fix Beet Juice over here. Yeah, screw Even that. though he's never said that, that'd be insanely weird. Yeah, you guys shouldn't hire me then if I say that. But he does not say that. So, um, you know, and that's another big thing, too, is just really avoiding the things that seem too good to be true because that's what too many people want to reach out for are these small weird gimmicky things um just look for you know the consistencies and then go down rabbit holes of learning knowledge in different sectors and so we just did a lot of research and then obviously we've worked with a ton of very successful people you know we've had good people mentoring us and helping us and we've learned from a ton we've done a ton of seminars we've just worked relentlessly and now we've worked with hundreds of individuals so you know we've, we've almost achieved the point i think of mastery in terms of coaching and we're just very confident in what we do and it shows and everyone's just simply amazed and mm -hmm. you know that has just been almost 10 years of solid work you know daily daily grind but you know at the end of the day if you're listening to this podcast you're doing the right steps you know listen to the right people and you'll learn yeah we're consistently learning just from like articles from peer-reviewed research from other you know youtubers and doctors and scientists and just the whole nine yards for me back in high school i learned a lot like for personal training not online coaching just from my actual gym teacher he was fantastic and then from there went on to study something completely unrelated and at that point i remember it was like a trade so we had to like isolate the wires and all i thought about was isolating the muscle 
then we had to calculate the resistance of like a wire or something I thought of resistance training and then at that point I'm like screw this I'm done here I actually want to just do this full-time Josh and I grew the business and we just consistently learned every single day from there and you know even when we're driving we're listening to fitness podcasts just always trying to stay up to date and that's the best tip for anyone is just keep consuming as much obviously real solid content not that bull crap that you search through Google how to lose weight and they give you like five quick dumb tips and another big thing is don't be afraid to challenge what you've learned or what someone's yeah. told you I mean even something if we say it and you're not sure go research it and confirm it's true right don't just blindly listen because I think that's how a lot of people get into really weird dumb habits that are wasting a lot of time uh, so you know even for me there's things in the past that I thought were right that I've you know I've seen new research or I've had new experiences and I've come against um, and that's it just constantly you know evolve and be open-minded and just look to be hungry to learn and grow okay next question um, certain exercises I back squat bench press um, so basically you know key lifts um, you're supposed to do with an explosive movement. If you don't do the explosive part and just do it slowly, will this have any adverse effect? Now this is a great question. So I can make someone bench press in a million different ways. So if you're trying to get strong, you're gonna to wanna to work that explosive movement. Um, you know, you have fast switch and slow twitch muscle fibers, and of course you can work them in different ways, right? So you know, one person might wanna explode and get as strong as they can, whereas the person who goes really slow, you know, the bodybuilding bros that are doing those five second negatives, that's how you're really gonna break up that muscle. So you you know, of course, on the um, concentric, the eccentric portion of the rep, um, that's actually where a lot of muscular breakdown comes. And as you know, that's where growth is kind of derived from. Well, it is derived from. So uh, if you actually really do those slow negatives, it will really help you build and blow up your physique. However, that's not natural to true training program or mechanisms where you know you're really popping and exploding. So when you think you want to do something and you really, like, let's say you're going to lift something heavy, you're not going to go, oh, I'm going to lift as slow as I can, mm -hmm. count to 10 while I do it. You're going to get that sucker up. So you really have to think about what you want. Um, for me, I really like a mix because I want to be as strong as I can, but I also want to look great. So, you know, for my big lifts, I'll just do it that power. You know, that'll be my focus A to B training, it's called. Um, it's objective-based training. Whereas if you were purely wanting to bodybuild, you know, I probably wouldn't even touch the bench press per se. Or even, let's say, a squat, for instance. You could do a very slow negative, do a pause, and then come up. And by adding that inefficiency, you're actually going to add more load and more tension on that muscle mm -hmm. to help it grow. So you just got to ask your, your goals. That's the big difference. Um, you know, you can still get strong um, focusing on your eccentrics. Don't get me wrong. You just won't get as strong as someone who's out there really hustling. So that's a simple answer. I couldn't agree more and don't have anything to add there. Nah. <laughs> Alrighty, and we have another question through email saying, Hi, I know that training improves health both physical and mental, helps with stress, and much more. Did you have a situation where your strength was really helpful? Like, did you have to lift something really, really heavy, oh, I got not crazy, related to I training? I got a crazy story. So I just was finishing up um, volunteering at the soup kitchen, and I was just driving home, and I, um, I actually saw a woman's car flip. Right, and I was thinking, not again. Like this just happened. Oh, it was like a smart car. This just happened a week before. No, actually, it was a F one fifty Super Duty King Ranch. Wow. So the truck flipped. Um, you know, she came out of the car. Thankfully, the baby was stuck in there, and I said, "That's it. If I can't deadlift this truck right now, it's just about three thousand pounds. Wow. It's going to be the end." So I went up there, and honestly, I thought I could deadlift it, or I could clean and jerk it, push it up make it land even wow. and save the baby. So I did that, it was pretty awesome. I won the key to the city. It, it was just a wild experience. I was thinking, you know, good thing I trained so hard. 
it's honestly it applies to everything right <laughs> so obviously that's dumb and that's a joke but um honestly not really i mean yeah. i will say the one if you think about it the whole premise of weightlifting is pretty funny like you pay a gym to go lift stuff pick it up put it down for yeah. no purpose yeah like it's kind of dumb but hey you look great you feel great it's important like obviously times have changed a lot of us are working on the internet you know we're we're not doing this physical labor we need to do so we need to stay in shape right and i mean at the end of the day i think a lot of people ask you to move and that's a little annoying um but i can't say being really strong has ever helped me but what i can say is being in shape definitely have you yeah. know i feel like it and especially in the long term i'm gonna have less medical conditions you know i'm more confident even when i had my surgery done the surgeon was saying how easy the surgery went and how impressed he was with my muscularity he said you could see all the fibers beautifully there was no fat it was very easy for him to do that fix on that hernia and obviously you know being in great shape really helped um kind of help that you mm -hmm. know yeah, I remember when I, I fell off my motorcycle, I dislocated my shoulder. He was trying to pop it back into place. And he was actually telling me that I think my upper body was so strong that he couldn't do it like <laughs> himself. And he couldn't actually do it without putting me asleep. So I guess that's kind of a downside, the only downside. But I think the question is like, when you actually do get regular injuries and you know a situation like Josh's you'll be a lot more I think resilient and I just find like just way less back pain because you're you're handling like different loads and your mm -hmm. just muscles are so much stronger I think you don't really notice it day to day but I also feel extremely strong when I think about it and like never want to go back to being like a weak little skinny guy you know yeah it's not as glorious as you'd think but uh, once again there are a million benefits you know you feel better you have more energy and mm -hmm. the main things you listed at the start of the email are going to be your big takeaways saying so i like sam training for life like you never know maybe one day you'll have to run super far away from something you know uh forbid but um you could just go ahead and know you have the ability to do that right mm -hmm. or if you did really have to lift something heavy to save a baby yeah. that you could and chances of this happening are low but mm -hmm. you know to me i just think it's good to to it's you owe it to yourself to be in your best shape to compliment your body and for me i like knowing every day i get older every new day i'm continually getting in the best shape of my life and i'm only growing as opposed to regressing you know i think there would be nothing worse and i feel for people that come to me and they say you know i've just gotten fatter and more you know sick and less happy and less energized day to day and i can just feel myself letting go and slipping down this hole and you know to me that is just the absolute saddest thing and it's so great helping those people re-empower themselves you know double back down go to a point where they're constantly becoming a better version of themselves every day so i think that's a big part of human nature is knowing you can grow and develop and push and be a better self and be challenged as opposed to just you know let yourself turn into something you shouldn't be that's it that's a that's a deep philo philosophic thought there boom i remember i had to carry a couch and i definitely feel like my training has helped but aside from that yeah but i mean nothing too glorious hey maybe one day i'll get a key to the city for saving a baby but i'll be ready if it happens that's the goal right yeah we'll keep it there i mean i think this is a fun episode uh we answered some cool questions thank you so much to everyone who asked these questions and thank you for the reviews we love the reviews have we told them about the summer promotion yet i don't know if we have no i we know we did on another podcast our last let's one let's let them know what's the promotion so for online coaching we have mentioned it before and we'll continue to mention it because we truly believe in what we do so if you want to click off that's totally cool but if you want to continue listening we are now only taking on a couple people who send us an email or sorry who go to our website www.colossusfitness.com send us a little bit of information about yourself and why you would like to work with us as coaches and we'll basically help you out and get you in the best shape of your life it's only a one month commitment before we would do eight 
16, 24 weeks. So it's a great time to hop on now, discounted rate. And if you don't message us, then you're definitely missing out. Yeah, this is a great time to jump into it. If you've ever thought, hey, you know, aren't online coaches only for elite athletes? It's not the case. We work with people from all over the spectrum, you know, people that are really underweight, overweight, just normal people, people that are advanced that want to become elite, elite people that want to continue being elite. No matter where you're at, definitely reach out. We'll take care of you. Uh, especially on a one-on-one -on -one way. So take advantage of that. We'll see you over at ColossusFitness.com. Peace out.